0: You, um, you must have had that though growing up because you're you're a child of both solitude. I mean, you're Acadian. So you, you, mm-hmm. you were raised literally in both languages. So how do you, yep. how do you identify as a Canadian?
1: Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I identify as Canadian. I happen to speak both. I, I am Acadian descent. Um, uh, my father is English or well, Scottish Canadian. Um, my mother is French Canadian, obviously. And, um, but it's funny, it's my father who wanted me to be bilingual, not my mother. And they fought because my, my maiden name is Park, Mm P-A-R-K. And my first name is Catherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N. So going to French schools, um, was a little challenging because they would always call me Catherine Park, not Catherine Park. And the French kids used to beat up on me saying I didn't belong there because I was English. And the English kids used to beat up on me saying I was a traitor going to a French school. And, but my parents were always like, well, they don't understand. You've got the best of both worlds. That's how they raised me. You've got the best of both worlds. I used to get called half breed, you know. Um, it was horrible. And then gr- as a teenager, I got into the punk scene and we got beat up by the metalheads. And that's when I joined martial arts and nobody b- beat up on me again. <laughs>
0: internet age everybody needs somebody blame somebody to hate look yeah. like right now with this this uh, this virus this pandemic thing everybody uh needs somebody to blame for it so everybody's turning to conspiracies it's the government it's the chinese mm-hmm. it's the new world order it's insane and i mean people that i yeah. know that i've had great esteem for who are turning into conspiracy theorists Because they need something to make it. It talks to your your primal senses, your survival senses that you need to lash out to somebody to Uh blame for this. And I think that the the hatred towards the French is a little bit part of that, that there's more and more and more a a great political divide because of the Internet, because of all the trolling, the the hate spreading, Mm. that we're going back to the core instincts of, of fighting within each other. And you need... Sometimes just a little spark is something stupid, and the language usually does the trick. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's the same thing here. The thing is, nobody seems to remember that we both built this country together. Both yes. French and English. We were both here at the same time and we would both build this this country literally hand in hand. So I, I think we should all embrace that, the fact that no. that we have both languages. It is rich and it is beautiful, and we're gonna stop talking about this because I'm wasting your time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to explain to me. You took me by surprise with It's Butler, and yes, I'm gonna say it in French because she's she's a great ambassador of the language, and she calls herself It's It and Not Eat It. Um, you took me by surprise because my generation had to suffer through her songs at the hands <laughs> of my parents' generation. So every family party, Christmas, summer, mm-hmm. whatever, always it's a butler. Yeah. And I I honestly I love the woman. I adore her. I think she she has tremendous energy. She's a great ambassador of the culture. She's a brilliant woman, but her music freaking sucks. <laughs> but
1: I, I don't like uh, I don't like all of her songs, just a couple. So,
0: um, well, she she is she is from your negative woods. So, yes. I'm, I'm guessing that's that's what you love about her. And I I was listening to her song. I always praise the fact that she sings in great French compared to the other band you suggested, 1755.
1: Decent cinq. Yeah, say, thank you. They
0: they sing like they talk, and she sings proper French. But when she talks, yeah. um. She sounds a little bit like you because when I talk to you I can hear the twang in your voice even if yeah. you're speaking English <laughs> I can hear it I'm used to yep. that twang because I grew up with that All right so um why Edith Butler
1: I grew up with her and uh, like I mentioned my mom knew her they went to school together and if I'm not mistaken it was at NDA which is Notre Dame d'Acadie it's an all school an all girls a Catholic school. They were taught by the nuns. And I think that's where they went to school together. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that's where it is. And I remember going to her house and uh, getting an autograph by her and she knew my mom and I didn't know who she was at the time because I was really young. Um, but then I just grew up with her music and um, having met her and my mom would talk about because growing up she would she was known as Edith Butler and uh, later on, she just went with It It. Maybe it's because everybody was calling her that and she got tired of correcting. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I just, I can't stand her music. Not because it's bad, <laughs> but because we've been, oh my God, we suffered that music yeah. for so long. Every kid here in Quebec, we're tired <laughs> of her. We can't stand her, but the person, I think she's amazing. <laughs> so uh the song you chose is, uh well, it is to her what satisfaction is to the Rolling Stones. It is her signature song. Yeah. Um any any reason why that song more than any other one that she did
1: well, there was between that and Pucketville. And I thought Pucketville in my no, no, area were no, just no. played way too much. Yeah. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to make your brain melt. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Oh my God. The thing is, Pucketville, it, it, it gets, like you said, in your brain. You keep repeating that Pucketville, Pucketville. Yeah. You repeat that for hours and you just go insane
1: from the freaking ditty. Like the song or not, it just bores itself into your head.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, like a bad yeah. commercial that you're stuck with. <laughs> in your head. All right. So, um, um I, I honestly I try to research how old that song is I couldn't find it. I know that it's one of her older songs. Uh, yeah. It started around I like, think the 1960s so it's it's probably something like around the, the early 70s that she did that song. Probably. She, she still does it today. She still sings and she still does it. Really? Song. Oh yeah, she's she's amazing. <laughs> Second one, let me just go back to my research here because I'm talking too much. Your second, so, oh, yeah, the 755. Now, that, yes. that is cultural. They sing the way mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to say the way, people, we, but, the way we speak. Well, in well, yeah, we, we here we call it Shiak. I don't know if you Yeah, us
1: too. Yep, okay, or you. Franglais, <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. They sing in both languages fluently. I was talking to a friend online and um, I, I was talking to her, I was chatting with her voice and in english and then um i was doing that while i was in a supermarket so i was saying something to her in english and then switching to french because i was talking to somebody else and then mm-hmm. switching back to english and for her that was like what what are you how do you do that they do that in their songs it's like one word in french one word in english that i don't yeah. get i can't do that <laughs> i'm not that good uh why that band and why that song
1: again um i grew up with them and one of my uncles actually used cuz my 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 mom's side of the family is very musical, uh, guitars, drums, singing, you know, um, unfortunately I don't have that talent. Uh, but one of my uncles actually knew them and sometimes would jam with them. Uh, uh, they went to high school together, you know? Um, and it's just, that's a really, really, I, I, I think that's probably my favorite song of theirs. And I remember when we were, um, my daughter was taking, um, Oh, what was it? She was doing homework and there was something about the, um, oh, what, what's it called? The Congrès Mondial, um, the Francophonie. Oh, what's it called? Um, every, every year they uh, they pick a country and every French country gets together. And uh, it's really cool because one year they had it in my hometown and we had people from down South, like the Cajuns would come up and they'd have the same family name, Le Blanc, Bélivaux, you know, stuff like that. And, that we found out that we're cousins, you know, because back in when they were uh, kicked out of Canada, uh, the French, they went. Uh, some of them went down south and became Cajun. So Cajun and Acadians were were um, cousins. Well, they so um, exactly kicked out. They didn't yeah, really have a choice of where to yeah, go. So
0: families yeah, I know. were ripped apart, and lovers were ripped apart, and we just took them and put them. Okay, you're going to go to Louisiana. You're going to go to Northern Canada. Yeah. And that that wasn't really trying mistaken.
1: to be nice. <laughs> I I don't know, I but don't it was know. it was it wasn't as nice as 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 I make it sound. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, I don't
0: I don't want to say that what your ancestors suffered through is like um, is like the native tribes have suffered, but <clears> it was pretty cruel what it was done to them. It was a community of about maybe I don't know um, twelve thousand people, if I'm not mistaken, and only two thousand managed to remain there. About ten thousand were were really ripped away from from their home yep. and just tossed somewhere else. Like I said, yep. sometimes family was were, were were completely cut apart. And later on when it was okay to come back to talk to each other, then they figured out mm-hmm. that, hey, we know each other. We're 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 cousins. We're family. Yeah. So that's uh that's really I can't even imagine that mango. time. The, the name 1755. That's that's really, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a slap a little bit in the face, but it's yeah. not what they wanted to do. They just wanted to open the door to this culture to let people discover, and that's what they did. So many yeah. artists from 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 your culture, came out after that and became more popular. Uh, like, his, like, I think Shaw is my favorite from uh, yep. from Louisiana. He became really big after uh, Satsangasang really made a splash in the big scene.
1: Really ca- it's just really catchy. And it is. getting back to when I was doing homework with my daughter, uh, they were learning about, uh, it was one of those, um, the, the, it was that time of year when they were talking about different French cultures around the world. And, she was actually singing that song, and I went, "Whoa, whoa, 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 on Where did you learn? Where did you learn that that song? For those who don't speak French, it's like slow down. You know, uh, slow down to forty if you want to uh, um, uh, translate directly word per, for word. But my grandparents like,
0: used to say that, but here we don't say yeah. that anymore.
1: No. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, Where did you learn that song? She's at school. I'm like, At school but it wasn't sung by D Set Sank, it was somebody else, I can't remember. So uh I googled the song and she's Yeah, that's the song. I'm like, Do you know who actually originally sang that? She goes, No, I'm like, Yeah, D Set Sank on from my neck of the woods where I was born. Like and she goes, Oh, well, that's a good song. I'm like, Yeah, it is. It's just catchy. It just I don't
0: know. I, I, I was talking about how, how a lot of people don't really hate us without really knowing who we are and what we are and I do invite everybody to just Google 1755 what happened that year and the the, the great deportation that happened that year and you'll understand what we're talking about here and what this band is all about. They're not about hate. They're about oh, no. how you understand who we are as a culture. <laughs>
2: i the old I'm making loads to my van I'll retire my mail alone London man. I'll on a vagabond. i stay, I'm going to back when I come back I'm in my I've been sweating good luck. I'm my on the highway. I've been in the i the In all the brush. Yes, I do. See Hello, honky, dirty. I'm tired highway. Then, power there, teddy bear. De switcher on mon vieux CV C'est rendu que ma job c'est un ennui Ça fait pas mal d'années j'fais ça Quand j'ai commencé je m'en souviens pas J'ai allé toutes sortes de stop jusqu'au jusqu'aux états Oh wait there Je suis would put it on put my boat And one when I'd float on the water I'd switch my radio To chums in the convoy I'd talk to them to in i la my Hello, honky turkey! I'd from this silly the highway On se terre, au moins je l'ai loué Si tu es pas loin du vieux chit Cable, Eh ben mon gros trot, je l'ai traité je m'installe dans mon bateau Puis switch on mon vieux radio Puis je passe du homard, du haram, ah, ah, du giguet, du macro Breaker, breaker, good buddy I c'est du body Hello, hunky-dirty Je t'ai hâte de m'ouer comme des Um,
0: your third song, why then? Why that song?
1: I remember driving on the highway. Uh, we were living in Fredericton, New Brunswick in our hometowns, the Moncton area. And I was driving from Fredericton. I was going home for the weekend and uh, left the kids with my husband. He said, go home for, for the weekend. Just get away. I'll, I'll watch the kids. I'm like, Oh, well, you know, there was lots of arm twisting to believe it or not, but I'm like, yeah, okay. So I'm listening to the radio and at the time it was c uh, C103, um, out of Moncton. And, uh, this song came on. I'm like, wow, oh, this is a great song. And I'm driving down the highway and I'm just blaring it. And I really, I really wished we had Shazam back then, but we didn't. <laughs> well, I, I didn't have a smartphone at the time. I had a flip phone, I think, but, um, uh, I just really love the song and I love his voice. And, and I was really surprised when I found out that he was Canadian. Not recently, like many years ago, not because he was so good that I was surprised he's Canadian because we're not we're not good, but I just didn't know he was Canadian and, and um, they, really, really good band.
0: I'll be honest with you. I didn't know they were Canadian either because to me, they sounded a little bit like um, they reminded me of The Clash a lot.
1: Yeah. So to me, Maybe was that's like why I like it.
0: It, it probably, I know I the Scott likes because of my it, punk roots. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So like, it felt like like the the, the the Sex Pistols or the Clash or one yeah. of those bands from the the British uh, the late seventies punk rock era, right? Something mm-hmm. so much like that with a bit of Green Day added to it. Yes, and, um, and yeah, now that you say it, makes sense. Yes, it, it makes sense to our generation to like that, but. Um, it's, it's a little loud for me. I know I sound oh, really? old when I say that. I like it, but it's a little <laughs> bit, I, I'm too old, I think, to listen to that stuff,
1: but. Oh, and yeah, I'm older than you. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I'm old in many ways. I'm young in some ways, immature, <laughs> but I'm old in other ways, <laughs> so unfortunately. Um, that song, do will Fall on Leaves, I almost put it in the Halloween show because it's so dark for me. Huh. And I guess it makes sense that you like it, since you like all the, this paranormal stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I
0: I think it probably spoke to you in that way. I may be wrong. I may be talking on my
1: ass. No, you're probably right. That makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> right. It really not, does. Because to me, it's Halloween every day. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can see My that. daughter likes the song, too.
0: Your daughter is nineteen, you said, right?
1: Yes, well, but yeah. when uh, when I first started listening to it, and she was younger, she liked the song too, and she'd be going around singing it too. And I'm like, yeah, parenting done right. But I failed with my son because he likes rap.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did fail a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, very much. Okay, Billy, yeah. Pellet, uh, follow these from 2006. And you believe it's 14 years ago? Oh already? my god! Yeah. No. Yes, we're old. Oh.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for that. <laughs> Let's go. Your next song, um, I don't want to go political, but everybody says Steppenwolf is a Canadian band. To me, they're not. They're they're well, the core members are Canadian. They had a Canadian band before becoming Steppenwolf, but they left Canada. They went to Hollywood to make it big, and they formed a new band there with a new sound, with a, a new company, a new record label. So to me, I I always had a problem saying they're Canadian bands. I understand that they didn't they,
1: know that.
0: Yeah, they, they they were a band called the Sparrows, um, and uh, hmm. the band was going nowhere. They had a bit of success here in Canada, but it was going nowhere. So they went to the U.S. They recruited two new musicians, and um, they had a new manager who had them change the name to Steppenwolf and had them do a different sound, a sound of the era, more experimental. Mm-hmm. So to me, like I said, they're not—they're Canadian boys, but they're not a Canadian band. In the same way that um, that Arcade Fire are are considered a Montreal band, just because they were formed in Montreal, but none of them is from Montreal. Some of them aren't even—I didn't
1: know that either. (laughs) They're
0: not from. No way. Uh, They studied in two or three of them studied in Montreal in um, Concordia, I think, or McGill. I think it's Miguel. And um, and they formed a band there in Montreal. But uh, I think one of them is a Canadian-American, and none of them are from Quebec. But they are considered a Montreal band because this is where yeah. they started. So that's that's the same thing for Steppenwolf. I always thought yeah. in my head they should be called an American band because they yeah. started in L.A. Why that song? Why that band?
1: Forget the song <laughs> that I pick.
0: <laughs> Magic Garbage ride.
1: Okay, I thought so. You're going to
0: make me play the long psychedelic song. You might as well remember it.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> there was two songs. I can't remember what the other one was that I wanted to pick from them. But I don't know. I'm thinking back in Moncton many years ago when we had, oh, I can't remember what it was called. But they had a whole bunch of rock bands come to it's called the papal site because, uh, Pope John Paul II came to Moncton years and years ago. And up in Magic Mountain and Magnetic Hill in Moncton, they had this great big site that they created this stage where Pope John Paul II would go and everybody would go out in the field, you know. Um, so then they decided, well, what are we going to use this stage for now? So they brought, um, it was kind of like a Woodstock type thing, but, uh, so they'd just bring back a bunch of, um, uh bands there and Steppenwolf played there one time so my husband and I we were dating at the time we got tickets and Eric Clapton was playing and he had his talking guitar and I remember as we were walking because we, when we when we got there it had already started and we're walking up the hill because you had to park and then walk like I don't know how far it was it took forever to get to the actual site and Steppenwolf came out and they were playing Magic Carpet Ride I'm just like oh my God, I can't believe I'm missing. This is the reason why I wanted to come. So I didn't actually see them. I heard them. <laughs> but um, it really upset me. But it it's just a song. I don't know. I, I'm i not like Scott where I analyze all my songs. I like a song. I like a song because I just like the way it sounds. Just like when my sister-in-law is an artist. And to her, she wants to analyze pieces of art. And she goes, how does it make you feel? I'm like, I don't know. I either like it or I don't. you know. And we've gotten into... Arguments over it, and she's like, You know, you don't understand. I'm like, No, I don't understand, but anyways, I just either like a song or I don't, I don't really analyze it. Um, I it's just a really that. good song, I appreciate that because
0: I love Scott. God, God, he's my man crush. I love Scott, but when he oh, talks I about music, I feel so stupid. I'm like, He gets deep, yeah, he gets it. I'm like yeah, I just want to dance and shake it around. And he's yeah, like, right. man, you can, you can smoke to that and you can follow that with yeah. that song. And I'm like, God, I'm so dumb. <laughs> can you please do my uh, show I for know. me. But now I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm like, okay, it's okay to like music that you like. Fine. Good. It's done.
1: I feel so intellectually in, uh, uh, I can't even think of the word now. Um, <laughs> see? Duh. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> hey, Scott, that's what try- you're doing to
0: <laughs> us. You're dumbing us down.
1: <laughs> me try to <laughs> use big words here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um i i do i do <laughs> like magic carpet ride but like i said the the the, the riff the psychedelic riff i can't
3: I, I yeah.
0: that's really? why i prefer going with songs like the pusher um, oh, b- which was written by Axton, song. by the way um uh, born the wild. Song. even if you mm-hmm. want to go there but um yeah, i do love magic carpet ride i do like i said but when the, the psychedelic stuff starts to just skip to the next song but actually um,
1: the pusher was almost the one it was the one that i almost went with but i thought it was too uh, too laid back so i thought i will go to magic carpet Ride.
0: Um, your fifth song is my favorite song by Great Big I'm so glad that you picked that one out of all the songs. Ah. I love them all. I love them all. But this one, I, we're going to go back to what you just said about Scott who analyzes. I never analyzed that song. I just like listening to yep. it. I like, I like the melody. I like the, 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 uh, the, the ditty.
1: I remember when we were living in New Brunswick, uh, we'd be the, at the family. We'd get in the car and we'd go from Fredericton to the Moncton era to, to, for the weekend or the long weekend or Christmas or whatever. And we'd throw in CDs in the car. And a lot of time we had the great big C. So the kids even grew up. So all four of us would be singing the old black railway <laughs> in the car. It's just. Great Big Sea is an amazing band. I love them so incredibly much.
0: I think both of us, it speaks to our roots as yeah, well, maybe more you than me, because you're from the Maritimes. You're from that culture, descended mm. from fishermen, from people who know what that is. Yeah. And Europeans would come here and do that. And if I'm not mistaken, most of their songs were, were sea shanties from yes the old era, from the old age of the, the Irish fishermen. And uh it, it just talks to you at a deeper level, not analyzing their songs at all, Scott. Yeah,
1: not Scott level. <laughs> <Exactly>.
0: <laughs> but you listen to it and it just, to us Canadians at least, it feels right. It uh-huh. feels like you've always known these songs, even though you're listening to them for the first time. So <laughs> I really like it and I'm broken hearted that they, they, they broke up a few years ago and I hope that they're
1: going to come back that's what? just not right no
0: that's just not right okay the song is the old black rum thank you so much for that
4: I drank sixteen doubles for the price of one trying to find the courage to talk to one I asked her for a dance not a second glance my night had just begun well I drink to the father of the holy ghost I'm got at the altar of my nightly post so I'll raise a glass the first or last Come join me in this toast Because the old black rum's got a hold of me Like a dog wrapped round my leg And the old black rum got a hold of me When I live for another day Hey, when I live for another day George Street Chestnut walking on by, walking, walking on, by. on by with some guy who don't care that she stood in line since half past nine and spent three hours on her hair. Hey! Our friend is looking at me with an evil grin. I think the bloody racket might soon be I must have said something to the George Street Queen. The boys are joining hey! in hey! because the hey! old black, black room's got a Hold on me like a dog wrapped round my leg. And the old black runs got a hold of me Will I live on another day. Here well I live on another day. Hey, well, I for another day. so I drank all of my money and I slept out in the rain. Every day's different, but the nights, they're all the same. You never see the sun on the old black rum. But I know I'm gonna do it again Because the old black rum's got a hold on me Like a dog rat around my neck And the old black rum's got a hold on me we I live for another day Hey, we're for another day ah, Because the old black rum's got a hold on me Like a dog wrapped around my neck
0: to talk quickly about your bonus song. Um, I didn't do any research on it. Let (coughs) me just go back to um, your bonus song was Helix. Fill your head with rock. Um, I didn't do any research. I'm not uh, not really um, savant when it comes to Helix. I don't really know who they are. But I I got a really good vibe of Iron Maiden, but more (laughs) tolerable. (laughs) (laughs) So why, why that one? Why didn't you go with that one instead of the all five songs?
1: Aren't they from Quebec too?
0: I don't know. I told you I didn't do any research. I just saw your bonus song and I said, okay, let's listen to that. And I'll ask you. So, I don't know. You tell me. I thought I
1: had another song there. So, I'll I'll get back to Helix in a second. I thought I also had uh, Slick Toxic. I could be. Did I give you seven songs and not five in a bonus? Oh, that's all right.
3: Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, <you> didn't. <laughs>
1: no, no, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's, really <laughs> it's <first> okay. <laughs> um, well, they hadn't been, they hadn't released an album in, in a long time. And I remember when my kids were, were younger, uh, they came out with a new album. And I thought, I'm going to buy it. And I think that was the very first song on the CD. And by the way, I like every song on that CD. And for me, that is, that doesn't happen a lot. There's usually only a couple songs that i actually like on a cd you know back in the day when we used to buy them yeah. um and that was the first song and i absolutely loved it i'd be in the car um sometimes i'd go to uh visit uh my uncle in booktush because he had a nice um uh cottage there and i'd be driving on the highway and i'd s- slap that that new helix CD in and I'd blare it and I'd be singing it, you know, didn't care. I can't carry a tune in a bucket, but oh my God, (laughs) it's just a song that's really fun. It just, it's, it's, um, not to insult the band, but it's almost like, um, it's not like an intellectual song. It's like, Hey, I like rock. And I'm gonna let you know I like rock <laughs>
0: <laughs> that I think that's what I like about it too. It's simple and you just you're driving you don't need to remember the real x you just you go <sighs> you go and you just bang your head and listen to it and it's fun and it's not annoying yeah, it is like some more heavy metal song um i i do I do like that you um you took some f- songs in French. Um, I had to. <laughs> again, I I I try not to be that guy who said Arr, Arr, Quebec lives matter. I, I I think that it's time we stop with that 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 stupid two solitudes thing. It's time that we embrace each other and see where we could go, especially here and now in this world. I don't know. I don't know where we are going as a planet, to be honest with, you, with everything that's going on right now? But it's scary. It is. It is. And Canada is in a prime place, especially with climate change. Uh, Canada is a prime spot to survive all these things, all these changes that are coming. But we're a country of 34 million people uh, with the size of of Russia and China who have a hundred times our numbers. And I think that if we want to make it through the the changes that are coming, we need to embrace each other, Uh, Mm -hmm. not just the people, but the cultures. We need to become one. And that doesn't mean... Uh, everybody speaks English. It means becoming Canadian, accepting that we're not a melting pot; we're a salad bowl. We have mm-hmm. a lot of uh, different ingredients, who are not going to meld into each other, but make each other better and stronger. So I really appreciate that you took the time to uh, to select some French songs, and I love them Thanks. very, very much. And I always love everything you do. I, I mentioned a few times that you were you're one of the first friends I made whenever I was coming out of my funk. I was coming out of the darkest time of my life, and I think you and Scott were the first podcasters that I started interacting with, and your friendship means right. the world to me. So it's really oh, sad that, that I invited Scott before you. Okay. So, yeah, because he made me feel dumb. with um, God, You know what? He liked Richie Sambora, so I'm not that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say about
3: scott i like him too
0: <laughs> no, i love scott you two, you do me a world for me and we we really need to do more stuff to, uh, the three of us together and with alex alex if you're listening please come with us on our discord and damn it just record with us yes all right
1: I, i'm gonna have to hound him
0: <laughs> <laughs> i will let you I, can, I, I know he has a podcast out what's it called
1: a captain in the Meerkat. Cap. Captain in
0: the Meerkat. Thank you. I was on the tip yeah. of my talk. I told you it's a <laughs> been a long week. Okay. Um, we're going to end this uh, now because I've taken enough of your time. I've taken 45 minutes. I'm so sorry.
1: I oh, wow. it didn't even seem that long.
0: That's what I mean. When I talk to you, the world wishes away. It just, it means the world to me talking to somebody who gets it, who gets my culture not yeah. as as opposed to the rest of the world, but trying to embrace the rest of the world. That's what you represent for me. You are the best okay. of both worlds. And I think that you're going to be a light that shines into the future of our country. Oh. Um, quickly, before we go, your podcast, uh, you have a new podcast, I think you're hosting.
1: Yes, I'm co-hosting. It's called People Under the Stairs. Uh, my co-host is Paul James Caden. Um they had a they were on before Paul had an, another co-host named uh, Stan Wanglin but Stan uh moved on to other endeavors and uh, Paul and I were just chatting one night on Messenger and I said how I really missed listening to their show and he said I'd like to bring it back and he said hey why don't you uh, co-host with me and I'm just like uh, I, uh okay it was <laughs> <laughs> just like out of the blue so uh we recorded our first episode today I don't know when it'll be out it'll be out very soon. Uh, it's either going to be monthly or twice a month. I'm not we haven't figured that out yet just cuz we're both busy. I'm in school. I have my other podcast, uh Paranormal Heart and uh we're just too busy right now. So, but we wanted to revive The People Under the Stairs. So, and we talk about anything weird, paranormal, uh unexplained. So, okay. Perfect. So, uh
0: your own podcast is Paranormal Heart Yep. What's the address for the new one?
1: Um, geez, I don't even know yet. <laughs> Paul takes care of that. <laughs> go visit, <laughs> go visit. Kat's. I will let you know what it is, though. <laughs> go visit I Kat's think it's, it, it, it will be on Anchor. I know that. Okay. Great. So,
0: um, uh, people on the stairs on Anchor, go visit Kat's podcast and she'll redirect you to the yep. new one. And I, I can't wait to listen to that. All
1: right. Thank Thanks. you so much, Kat. Oh, thank you. I grew mal Merci, mon ami.
5: Mother, goodbye.